0: Welcome to this week's podcast at Bergen Park Church from Evergreen, Colorado. We hope you enjoy this message, and if you'd like to hear any more or learn more about the church, please visit bergenparkchurch.org. Hey, thank you for coming out tonight. My name is Jason. I serve as one of the pastors here at Bergen Park Church, and we're honored that you gathered with us tonight, and what a beautiful night it is. With the snow that's falling outside, the stillness, the quietness, hopefully this gathering tonight adds to the, to the worship of what this season is and means. Hey, we're gonna read tonight just from that simple story in Luke chapter two, which tells of the birth of Jesus. It's found in Luke chapter two, beginning in verse one. Luke chapter two, verse one. In those days, a, de- a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own own hometown. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them. The glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, "'Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy.'" that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You'll find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And when the angel went away from them, the shepherds said to one another, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord. All thanks be to God. As the New Testament writers reflect on this story of Jesus' birth, one of the themes that is really central to the birth of Jesus is the theme that we read about tonight. It's the theme of love. That as human beings, we are created in the image of God. We're created to reflect God, God's character. And we're also created to live from love, not to live for love. We're to live out of the love God has given us, not to live for love. But what happened is we, instead of living from the love of God, we chose to live for love to find love in our work, to find love maybe in relationships by earning or meriting love from others, which leads to anxiety, worry. We rebelled against God's good design. Instead of living from his purpose, his design, instead of living from love, we determined to live for love. And the Bible calls this rebellion sin. And I know that's a pretty religious term, maybe not a term you wanna hear on Christmas Eve, and that's fair, but it's an important word because it's a word that describes, I think, the human condition in a way that we all experience in life. We all understand the brokenness of life. We all understand how our expectations for what life should bring, what relationships should bring doesn't match up to Reality, even our own desires, the way that we pursue the world, we know there's something in us that doesn't quite match the way we want to be. The Bible would describe this rebellion against God's good design. It describes it as sin. And scripture says the consequence of that sin is death. Death. Not just a physical death, but a a spiritual death, a separation, a brokenness between God's good creation made in the image of God, us, and the creator who loves us and wants us to live from his love. Because instead of living out of the purpose he's given us, we've instead created our own sense of meaning, purpose, and understanding. And that's why the Christmas story is here that Jesus has come as the Savior of the world to bridge that gap between where I am today and my relationship with God. Jesus came to heal, to cover, to make a way that we might have a relationship with the Father. And the Bible calls this story, this theme, love. And we read about it tonight in 1 John chapter 4. And I want us to reflect on it just once more before we leave tonight. Because John says, dear friends, let us, dear friends, let us love one another. Because love, it comes from God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. But everyone who does not love does not know God. Because God is, is love. And this is how God showed, this is how he demonstrated his love among us, that he sent his one and only son into the world that you and I might live through him. And so this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and he sent his son as an atoning, a covering sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, let us also love one another. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. The story of Christmas is the story of God's pursuing, chasing after love. That he chases after that which is precious and that which is lost, which is us. He pursues us. And not because we are necessarily lovely, but because he loves. Bless you. And he sacrifices. The love of Jesus is an atoning, a covering, a giving kind of love. And what I love about love is it's enduring. The love of God is an enduring love that pursues us no matter where we are, no matter how we live, no matter what we pursue. He continues to chase after us through the love of Christ. And this is the story of Christmas. And now as we kind of come to the close of this service, I want to invite the kids to come up. I think there are a few. Do you guys want to come up and join me? If you want to, even if you're in your 90s and you want to come up, guys, I would love that if you came up. We're going to read out of the Jesus Storybook Bible. And it's the story called He Is Here. And I hope I'm not going to be alone. There we go. Hey, guys, come on up. It's going to be awesome. Thanks. How are you guys doing? Good. Yeah. You don't want to sit too close cuz that yeah. Yeah. Hey buddy. How are you? Good, Good to see you guys. Thanks for coming up. You hey, guys Oh, you know, that's my Bible. You have it? Yes. Okay. Well, that's awesome cuz we're going to we're going to read from it. I have a Bible. You have a Bible too? That's pretty exciting. Not the same one. Well, that's awesome, because I have it too. And we're gonna read from it together. This is a story called, He Is Here. Do you guys wanna scoot in a little bit make me not feel so alone? I feel kinda of lonely over here. It's okay, I think I'm safe. Here we go, you guys ready? The story, you can't read? Well, I can a little bit, so, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, okay, let's read it. You guys can actually see the words up on the screen. So you ready? Here we go. It says, he is here. Everything was ready. The moment God had been waiting for was here at last. God was coming to help his people, just as he promised in the beginning. And how would he come? What would he be like? What would he do? Mountains would have bowed down. Seas would have trembled. Trees would have clapped their hands. But the earth held its breath. As silent as snow falling, he came. And when no one was looking in the darkness, hey, he came. And there was a young girl who was engaged to a man named Joseph. And Joseph was the great, great, great grandson of King David. And one morning, this girl was minding her own business when suddenly a great warrior of light appeared right there in her bedroom. He was Gabriel. And he was an angel, a special messenger from heaven. And when she saw the tall man standing there in front of her, Mary was frightened. You don't need to be scared, Gabriel said. God is very happy with you. And Mary looked around to see if perhaps he was talking to someone else. Mary, Gabriel said. And he laughed with such gladness that Mary's eyes filled with sudden tears. Mary, you're going to have a baby, a baby boy. You will call him Jesus. He is God's own son, the, the rescuer, the one. The one God who has flung the planets into space, kept them whirling around and around. The God who made the universe with just a word. The one who could do anything at all was making himself small and coming down as a baby. Wait, God was sending a baby to rescue the world. But it's too wonderful, Mary said, and felt her heart beating hard. How can it be true, guys? Is anything too wonderful for God? Gabriel asked. So Mary trusted God more than her eyes could see, and she believed. I am God's servant, she said. Whatever God says, I will do. And sure enough, it was just as the angel said, Nine months later, Mary was almost ready to have her baby. Now Mary and Joseph had to take a trip to Bethlehem to the town of David where he was from. And when they reached the little town, they found every room was was full. Every bed had been taken. Go away, the innkeeper said. There isn't any place for you. Where would they stay? Soon Mary's baby would come, and they couldn't find anywhere except an old, tumble-down stable. And so they stayed where the cows and the donkeys and the horses stayed. And there, in the stable, amongst the chickens and the donkeys and the cows, in the quiet of the night, God gave the world his wonderful gift the baby that would change the world was born, his baby son. Mary and Joseph wrapped, up, wrapped him up to keep him warm and they made a soft bed of straw and used the animal's feeding trough as a cradle. And they gazed in wonder at God's great gift, wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And Mary and Joseph named him Jesus, Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us because, of course, he had. And that's the story of Christmas. Can I pray for you guys? And then we're going to light some candles and sing Silent Night. Yeah, we're going to have a candle. Isn't that going to be fun? Thanks for joining me. Let me pray for you guys. Hey, sweetheart. Dear God, thank you for the gift of Jesus. Thank you for the hope they all left me and the love and the light and the friendship and this family together. We love you, Father. Thank you for this night and Jesus' birth, amen. Hey, you can stay with me. I was feeling pretty lonely. See ya. And so as we uh, celebrate the story of Jesus' birth, Jesus was the light And you guys can come forward that are gonna help me light the candles. Jesus is the light of the world. And that light came into the darkness and that light shone brightly. A light that has passed from one to the other.